0: Hello there, listeners, and welcome to Max Talks AI. The first topic I wanted to discuss is just something that has been holding me back from starting this podcast and starting to produce content and just educate myself and engage into some very insightful conversations around artificial intelligence. I think people just produce excuses at a ridiculous pace. As human beings, we're incredibly good at justifying our action or non-action, which is very often very often the case with us, basically saying that we can't do it because we couldn't do it because A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and it just goes on. So that I was thinking of putting together a list of top three most popular excuses that I hear from people not wanting to get into certain topics, not wanting to take a leap and do something that they have wanted to do for a long time. Now, these kind of general excuses I apply in particular to AI, but I don't think it is only limited to this subject, uh, as you will see in a bit. So I've recently started following some of the most well-established and knowledgeable personalities in AI, and I've kind of noticed that there are different areas within artificial intelligence and a couple of different communities. So you've got the big sort of transhumanism community, a big community on ethics and AI, a big community of very technology driven individuals discussing the new tech progress in AI rather than sort of the more macro questions of what are we going to do? You know, talking about singularity, So that I've started following different experts, some of the authors that I have known, some of the, you know, personalities that are quite known, like Nick Bostrom, start following Richard Zoskind, and some of the lesser-known people that I found quite entertaining. So, to my surprise, the number of... I don't even want to say the number of tweets, kind of just the volume... And the intensity of the artificial intelligence discussion is just incredible. Trust me, it's a it's a it's a sea, it's an ocean of people with different views, but all united by an opinion that AI needs to be talked about. And I am uh, one of those. Really, I just think it's a subject that cannot be missed. And I think if we do. Kind of skip the discussions and some of the issues that we have to resolve around AI, the consequences are not going to be the best for the species, but I guess we'll get into that later. So I've put together a list of three excuses uh, that I have encountered and that I have certainly given to myself for not going deeper into artificial intelligence, and I think that I still do it. Every now and then, when I don't want to kind of explore the issue further, there is something uh, limiting me. So the first one is what I call "I'm too old for this." I'm kind of I'm 22 and a half, so I wouldn't say that I'm too old by any standard, really. And most of you are probably laughing at me for saying it, but I'm quite known for saying that I'm too old for stuff, mostly as a joke. But what I hear from some of the older guys I know and I've started talking to them about AI podcast and, you know, you should get into this, you should think about that. And some of them are quite advanced in their careers. Uh, however, they just don't want to take up the subject saying, oh, you know, I'm way too old for this. I can leave it to, you know, to the youngsters. I can leave all this technology stuff, all this AI stuff for my kids to sort out, etc., etc." et, cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'm just very, very pissed off by this. I am serious. Like, unless you're 132, literally, unless you're 132 listening to this, and if you do respect, if you don't, you know, you, you have to go after the unexplored fields and you have to still keep expanding your mind. You know, this artificial intelligence thing is one of the biggest evolutionary and societal shifts in the history of the freaking species you know we're talking about complete shift in everything we do starting from what we know and what we think we know about the brain what we know about the thinking what we know about jobs what we know about the economy how we planned out the productivity and economic development and globalization this is all gonna be changed and definitely We have to use our skills and our passions to create conversations around uh, AI and whatever it is that you're into. I think just saying that you're too old is completely disregarding and disrespecting the progress in uh, medicine and the potential for a rapid increase in longevity, especially we're talking about developed world uh, to lesser extent in terms of an absolute number but in a relative in relative terms the developing world is actually uh, kind of living longer in terms of the progress year to year it's much better than the in the developed countries so that really whatever you're predicting to yourself in terms of age you can easily add 15 years to it and that would be kind of the more realistic, optimistic slash realistic estimate of how long you're going to live. If you're skeptical about the medical progress, that's fine. You can just look at how much has changed in the field in the last five years. You know, we had the uh, machine over human wins across the board. You can remember Go, you can remember Jeopardy. It's really whatever you're into and the progress is not slowing down. What I wouldn't say is, the world is not going backwards. This is it. This is the vector of development. We're getting more and more techy. AI is around the corner, and it's just going to keep going like this so that if you bet on it not coming, for example, in 10 years and 20 years, trust me, the progress will, uh, keep happening and it will be rapid and in two years, a lot of things can change. So it's honestly never too late to pick up the book or listen to a podcast or watch a video or ask someone about uh, artificial intelligence and maybe you'll find yourself very interested in it, uh, just like I found myself interested in the subject. So that's the um, way to old excuse. Uh, Now the second one. The second one I am definitely guilty of. And couple of my friends are, I'm not going to name the names, but I think if they're listening, they know who they are. It's people who say that since it's all moving so fast, you know, this AI stuff, everything, you know, is just happening. Uh, Stuff comes out every day, you know, things get disrupted every day, different countries come up with different technologies, you know, there is this AI that got citizenship in the Arab region, you know, in China, they have some crazy, big data, analytics, AI, software, etc., etc. So since it's moving so fast, I really can't keep up. I'm just going to let the smart people, I'm going to let the curious people figure it out, and I'm just going to stick to my craft and get my own. Now about this one, just really to dissect it, let me just tell you a secret. No one has any idea what's going on absolutely no clue and actually if you talk to the smartest people and the most successful people and that I haven't I have had a privilege to talk to quite a few and I had a privilege to be able to afford some of the uh, biographies of very successful people and then I think none of them uh, find it shameful to say that you don't know something you know there is there is so much to know You can be very intelligent, you can be genius level and not know basic stuff about things. In terms of AI, I feel like this is even amplified by just the level of depth and complexity of artificial intelligence and the number of layers that surround this subject. No one really knows what's going on because there are too many variables to think about to make any educated predictions alright so no one really knows exactly what to do about the rise of the machines some might say that they have good ideas about it some might even think that they are the ones who are right and we should listen to them and that's fair enough and that may be true but there is just not enough argument to say that oh yes I know everything about this topic so it's just gonna be like that alright no one knows No one knows. And people who think they know exactly what it's going to be, I believe, are uh, just not truthful with themselves or have to check their ego slightly because you obviously cannot understand this whole thing. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. My advice is to think about what is close to you and what matters to you and what's close to your heart. I believe that artificial intelligence will come to that little niche that you love to do and that you think about in your leisure time you know i i I guarantee if you try to look into some of the technological progress some of the ai progress that is related to your field you know it can be for example gaming if you're really into games there is tons and tons of research and tons of different projects about gaming and ai not just concerning virtual reality but uh, You know, more talking about the in-game interactions and how the technology can, you know, better the experience for the consumer in so many different ways. And ending with uh, the kind of advertising channels and the ways of interacting with other uh, players in the game. You know, and that, that was that was just gaming, you can think about music, you know, I pretty much write music by now. If you think about writing, as I've actually just recently read, um, there is this project, I uh, can't remember which country did it or which company, but they basically made uh, an algorithm that would come up with every single possible letter and word combination in English language and write it down. So this software will soon write down everything that can be possible to write. So whatever you write, whatever you say is already written down and recorded by this machine. Which is I, I just find it really bizarre and crazy. So it's it's not it you know, it's not that you can't produce anything new because obviously the machine didn't exercise any creativity in doing that. So it's still your creation if you write a novel that is Transcribed exactly word to word with what the machine did. I just find it kind of strange. Anyways, not to not to digress. I think if you just stick to your passion, but think about AI's implications uh, in that narrow field, I believe that you will be able to look at what you like from a different perspective and definitely stay on top of the industry. Uh, not necessarily as a you know thought leader or visionary or anyone, but just someone who is looking around the corner, and is just savvy enough to understand that the change is coming. Now, you don't have to be super smart. Trust me to think about AI. You don't have to be super smart. I'm really not that smart, and I understand you know, probably 20% of what they say in books, but it's still enough to kind of get the gist of what's going on, I think, and it's still enough to spark your interest and make you want to research more. So yeah, second advice, don't think people who know AI, know AI or don't think that it's only smart people prerogatives. You know, everyone is smart to an extent and everyone is definitely smart enough. And you listening to, if you are listening to this, then you are... There is nothing preventing you from going ahead with researching artificial intelligence. And it interlinks with something that you are crazy excited about. Now, the last excuse is the one that I am super duper guilty of. As an extrovert, I think I'm an extrovert. I've taken some tests. I'm mostly an extrovert, sometimes an introvert. Sorry, I just zoned out thinking about it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Scratch that. I don't know if I'm an extrovert. But I'm definitely guilty of this excuse. I love human beings and I love human interactions. I feel like I feed off uh, the energy of other people. Not in a sort of, not like a, like a vampire, but more, it's it, actually, it's more of an energy exchange then. I like being around human beings. I like interactions without the phone. Uh, when my girlfriend grabs a phone when we're at dinner or in any sort of event of that nature i instantly go into a mode of like you know she doesn't respect me she doesn't respect our connection etc etc but it's just because i am wired like this i don't like uh, a device to be put into in between the people when you know they're trying to connect on a some sort of a sensual level or even just as friends just i think that humans are incredible We look weird, we smell weird, we are not very strong. If you think about the, you know, gorillas and rhinos and freaking sharks, like, those are physically very well made for survival and we lose to so many animals and so many different physical components. However, thanks to our intelligence and thanks to our adaptability, We are freaking dominating this planet. So, well done. Well done to us. Well done to humans. Yeah, just great. Great news all around. No one's gonna threaten us, at least not on this planet, apart from us. That's my next point. We are so kind, and we are becoming more kind every decade. Every now and then, we go to war. Every now and then, we blow some shit up. Every now and then, we can make some questionable political choices in terms of a person who wants who we appoint to represent our democracy but putting that aside we kill much less we offend each other much less so we had really and also having all the nuclear weapons that we have we could have blown us up you know blown up the whole planet in in seconds if we wanted to so there is something that is holding us together and i believe that's the human kindness so i'm trying to get to the punchline of the excuse which is i'm not really a technology kind of guy i love humans i don't like computers so we'll stick to humans instead of computers now to me that uh, has been making perfect sense for quite a while i've never been too excited about computers or programming or engineering I remember I was playing a Lion King on my Windows 98, but that was kind of the only computer interaction that I was excited about. I was more into kind of pretending that I know how to play football or just looking at girls and fantasizing about pulling their hair, not not in like a, just pulling the point, not in their hair like in any i was like 11 so that was not on the table um, yet anyways this is not appropriate for the first episodes (laughs) so what i'm what i'm really trying to say is that whether you're a techie or not a techie type you have to understand and it goes back to what i said before that the world is how it is we chose you know, as a species, we chose technology to be the blueprint of our advancement. I believe that we could have chosen spirituality, and then we would have gone a different vector development. But as of now, we chose technology and technological advancements that will eventually lead to its pinnacle, which is artificial intelligence. You know, this, this big boss in the end of, like, taking or whatever you want to call it. So human interaction is not dead by any means, but I think the way we experience it, the way we perceive it, and what we mean by it is shifting and it's not necessarily shifting to negative. The fact that you are, you know, texting your girlfriend instead of calling her, instead of seeing her, does not necessarily mean that you're losing that connection. Now, I believe that it can lead to the loss of intimacy between two human beings, but I also believe that it doesn't have to be this way. Learning about AI doesn't mean that you should learn how to write algorithms for deep learning or anything like that. It's just educating yourself on the power of modern technology that I believe would help you keep those human connections that you pray so much. If you want to keep the intimacy, and I believe also thinking about For example, my um, interactions with, for example, my sister and her friends. You know, I want to be friendly with them. I want to be a cool guy. And they are all, you know, in tech, in smartphones, in devices. And I kind of want to jump on that too. And, you know, interact with them there and have fun with them there. Not like, you know, in, in a weird way. But as in just, you know, just to just to kind of be in her life and, you know, be a cool brother, not a brother that is kind of never there in terms of even online interaction. When she wants to message me on WhatsApp, I want her to be able to do it. I don't want to be like, oh, technology is so bad, like drop the phone, blah, 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 because I also don't want to disadvantage her as a human being moving into, you know, 21st century, mid 21st century. So I think that ignoring tech is a strategy that makes you worse off and that will prevent you from keeping all those beautiful and romantic things that, you know, kind of make us human. And yes, now I advise myself and the listener to pick a different strategy and to try to engage with the material on artificial intelligence that is out there. And it is vast. I've been researching it for a bit now trying to come up with ways to deliver it to kind of large audiences and I have no idea what I'm doing still but uh, hopefully this would clear someone's doubts or make someone you know even if it's like one and a half person uh, listens to this and decides okay maybe maybe I should look into AI maybe I should think about tech maybe I actually should not be stubborn and consider showing some interest and then seeing where it leads. I hope I didn't offend anyone <laughs> in this in this episode. I did go in some uh, weird directions, and you certainly learned a lot about me just from this. I guess probably stuff that you shouldn't really know. Uh, but either way, it's great great chatting, and see you soon. Bye.